passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict. And of course, YouTube.com slash Post Wrestling. Hello, Postmarks. How are we doing? Hello. Yes, we're reunited and it feels so good. It does. Been went to France the weekend. You went to, you went to <laughs> France. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're back. And you're you're back, you're home. Yeah. We're here to talk about some NXT. We are indeed. Your NXT friends are here. Friends. Yes, we'll always we are. be your friends. And uh, I was uh, instructed by John Pollock to call the police yeah. the other day when you were MIA uh, until I went, guys, no, I know him. I He's think- on his lazy boy. He's not <laughs> responding. His phone is not in anywhere near him. So I called the funniest was when my phone I did wake me up. Okay. I was like, huh, why is Jesse calling me? <laughs> Jesse, leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, you were going to, to Montreal this past week. You, we, you did a whole show with Jesse from the SIG. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Jesse. Um, and gave your thoughts on that on our Poison Rana feed. So would uh, totally tell people to go check that out. But yeah, I'm at work on Friday morning. And Jesse starts messaging me. Way, John Pollock. Everyone's messaging me like, hey, have you heard from Davey? And I'm like... No, fuck off. I'm busy. I'm at work. And then they're like, no, no, no. Like, are you at home? I'm like, no. But wait, what do you mean? Well, our flight was supposed to leave. What, what was your flight supposed to leave? It was supposed to leave at 20 past nine in the morning. I woke up at 10. <laughs> <laughs> and it got delayed till 1130? 12.45. I was fine. <laughs> we live really cl- We live yeah, about I was, a I was 15 minute walk to the yeah. like thing, to the airport from our apartment. So like, oh, I don't, you, like, did you... Buy a lottery ticket this week? You are lucky. I'm very lucky. You are so lucky. I just threw a bunch of stuff in my <laughs> case. I then was, when I got to Montreal, I was like, why did I, why did I pack this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, very lucky. Luck was on my side. But uh, it was great though, because I had a nice long sleep <laughs> and I felt nice and refreshed from my trip. You were ready for a little vacation <laughs> yeah. weekend getaway. Everyone else is like, oh, we've been up since mm. four. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, you're safe. Yeah, I, I knew we went out the night before and we didn't like go too hard or anything, but like also like work catches up, so, you know, so you went can... home before me, though. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like, I feel like uh, it happens, but it was just so funny because because Jesse's like, hey, like, I'm a little worried. I He's think... out here. And then Wade's like, hey, man, like this is out of uh, this is not not 
not normal for Davey. He doesn't usually, you know, thing. I'm like, huh. And then Pollock messaged me, call the police, Brayden, please. Where is he? He's missing. Well, I think, I think Jesse, Jesse didn't let on that you're not at home. Right. So when Jesse said Brayden doesn't know where he is, he's assuming you're just like walking around the flat going, where is this where man? Where is he? Um, like, I know where he is, so I called our front desk, and uh, she's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, look, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm calling. No. I said, look, uh, I know he's aw- he's asleep. This is exactly the phone call. I know he's asleep. Can you just knock on the door? Maybe it'll wake him up. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. She she calls me back like five minutes later. She's like, he's in the elevator. He's awake. So, well, he's alive. So I opened the door as she like got to... Uh, Got to my right, our, our room. Our, yeah. So I open it and she's there and she just goes, everyone's looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I t- like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I told her right away, like, look, I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm I know, I'm positive. The, the juju in my brain is telling me he's just asleep. Can you just wake him up? The, the thing is, and our, our friend uh, Trav will vouch for this, is before we left, I went, oh, I might get a little silly tonight. Yeah. Alexa set alarm for seven thirty in the morning. Right, and volume full. Your um, Alexa you see, just like, heard she you heard now. Me then, just yeah, say yeah. it. Um, you better cancel that alarm, dude. Yeah, I know. Seven yeah, morning. Alexa, cancel. <laughs> um, so and like she like said like yeah sure I've set the alarm yeah sure I will. I think I must have it must have gone off and in my sleep I just went Alexa stop. <laughs> That's what I imagined. <laughs> Well, you made it. But you're yeah, so very lucky. lucky. What did you think of? Uh, did you catch Chamber and? Smith I did. Yeah, stuff? I watched it. Yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. The Chamber matches were okay. Like the women's one definitely was way better than like I think I was expecting. Like it's still you know it was, it was pretty fun. Johnny and Seth wrestling. Uh, I think the MVP of obviously Sammy and the crowd were the MVP of of mm. Elimination Chamber. I think Michael Cole was the MVP. I don't know if you heard some of the shit he was saying. I, I was I. Obviously, he didn't oh, hear man. commentary there, but I've just been. Uh, he was on one. He uh, like between reading be- the tweets and stuff. yeah, between like throwing shade and making jokes, and then like actually like deep commentary, like calling some story stuff, uh, mentioning Gargano and Seth like actually have wrestled before years ago, and like mm. all this crazy. I was like, damn, Michael Cole, like when not he- like with the chains on, he's he's so good. Like when he's not controlled by the puppet master of Vince McMahon, it feels like. He's good. He sounds like he's just loving it as yeah, well. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of his these days. I, I think he's been great. I was a big fan of the main event with the whole atmosphere and Roman and Sammy. Uh, I think the big topic this week of wrestling fans is, well, Sammy should have won. They, they, they missed the opportunity, and and the other, the other side is, come on, like how can you you think that would have been the the main event, right? Like I, I'm see, I'm hearing from both, and I'm definitely like I see both sides of it. Like, of course, Cody got to finish the story with Roman Reigns. It's such a big thing. I think that's but- what what is interesting is because I think it, it's one of those times where if any of us were like booking, you'd be like, oh man, what what way do I go with this? Yeah. It, it's a good it's a good predicament to be in that you've got these two great baby faces. Yeah. Thing is, I just I hope they're able to keep this momentum with Sammy and I. I think they did a good job last night. And, you know, uh, try and pull the trigger on this at another time. Yeah. If we can, if they can build them up again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I kind of do think it was the right move, I think, for the Mania match. But 
it would have been amazing. It would have been it, a, it, it would have really been like the like air definitely left the room as soon as you heard so that three quiet. count. It was like ah, uh, and kind of everyone wanted to like give him the moment at the end, yeah. but it's like ah, uh, but mm. and like okay, n- nitpicking for sure. But I don't think I'm alone because like talking to a few of my other friends who watch it are like oh, yeah, the ending was a bit weird where Jay. It made the story with Jay and Sammy, like, that doesn't seem like that is the direction now, kind of, almost. Well, especially, did you catch Raw? No. Um, so, Sammy called out Owens to, like, right. apologize and try to make amends and be like, we can't take the bloodline down on our own. We've got to take them down together. Okay. And Owens is like, nah, uh, how about you talk to your friend Jay? Like, get your friend Jay to do it. Mm. It's how I saw, like... uh I saw like some memes, which is like, no, how about go to one of your other girls kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, it right. felt like, but I, I like it. I, I guess I they're like stretching the it. Yeah. They're keeping the story interesting week after week. They're going to stretch it out till mania, but that definitely seems still like the match, but it less but likely point, to be. Mania. I don't want Jay to, to turn. Yeah. Like I, I'd kind of do the match, but maybe have it in some sort of way where Jay is still kind of cool with Sammy. It might be more interesting. Like I'm nitpicking because the the bloodline Sammy stuff has you know people are like oh it's it's it should be nominated for Emmys it should be nominated for Oscars and stuff like no the storytelling is really good though but like I felt like it missed a beat with what happened at the end of Chamber. I feel like if this was a Scorsese film and the, you know thinking like The Departed something was skipped at the end there where where I'm like huh that feels a little odd I would have. Like the story is right there, but you decided you're gonna let it go for a bit longer. So I'm like, okay, like, hey, I'm sure they'll still do a really good job with it, but I did feel. I, like I you think could it have. is like, um, I think with where it was in Montreal, you're waiting for that moment for Owens and Zayn to come back together, and that would have been a feel good moment at the end of the show to send people home happy after a like a bit of a like disappointment at the end, but. It does make more sense. Like, they have been at each other uh, for years now. Yeah. Like, it's the old, like, typical wrestling way is to just go like, oh, now you're friends again. And I kind of like how it's a bit more real. It's, yeah, but you, you rob kind of Montreal of that moment. But then you'd argue they had a lot of good moments that weekend. And you're just saving that moment for a different crowd. Biggest different Montreal order. gate they've order. ever had wow. in wrestling history in Montreal. Like, biggest chamber gate of all time. They, they're WWE gates. I'm not someone who really cares about ratings, but gates are always interesting. Yeah. Like, how much money they make. And they made a shit ton. And, dude, one day, Sammy versus KO main eventing a pay-per-view in Montreal will be absolutely mental. Or when they team as champions, they'll be back. I, I'd love soon. them to have the match, you know, for the title. Almost... Have them like no baby face, no heel, really. Just these two, right? Going for the, the crowd would be amazing. Yeah, uh, and, and this this now we can go back on track with the the Cody Rhodes versus Roman as the big match, like the next big match. We know it's like what less than fifty days mm. away. Let's like go towards that one. And I mean, what perfect timing for Downstate to release Kingdom acoustic version because you know they're just gonna play them out. With the little intro. This time a lot better. Yeah, I, they, I hope they're practicing and their sound is better than that. And then, the, and then the full song will kick in and then Cody will with make it. With an his, orchestra and everything. Yeah. All for Cody to lose. To lose. That's what people in our chat room are saying right now. We are live on the Post Wrestling YouTube channel. And people are saying, I don't think Roman loses that mania. He needs to hit a thousand days. Yeah. Probably drop it at next year's mania. Wow. Another whole year rotation of Roman as the guy. 
That sounds absolutely... And then you do Sammy. I mean, like, <laughs> if you do that, you really have to then, like, build up your yeah your other people. Like, for, a say, a Gargano match or, or like, other people that haven't really right. had a shot. I'm sure you could go to another Seth match in there at some point. Yeah, it's 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 a great storyline. Like, definitely, whereas I love my wrestling... In the past few years, it's the matches that have definitely, like, you got to deliver with the matches. I think Roman with the storyline, like, makes it something, like, a bit different and something that, like, WWE was definitely missing with, mm-hmm. like, big story and organically coming together. That's what, like, was missing in the past little while, with especially with the Roman thing. But it, it all clicked the past year. All the pieces laid out. It's just been, like, a wild ride. And now the chapter of Cody Roman in this book. And, like, yeah, it seems super interesting. And I'm all in on i can't wait for wrestlemania what i found interesting with that roman sammy match is uh it reminded me of those old like old wrestlemania wwf matches back in the day with with like a hogan and warrior who are two workers i don't particularly enjoy right but feeding off every moment from that crowd reading that room telling a good story um and i'd say that's what Roman has at the moment. He's not the most exciting wrestler in the world. Like, but that sports entertainment, when done well, having a great heel against a great baby face, and you want to see someone lose and you want to see someone win, and you get a crowd like that, it's electric. Yeah. Um, and I, I definitely think there's still a place for that kind of wrestling. And then on AEW, you can watch your like incredible like work rate main events, but there hasn't been a crowd like that to a wrestling match in my mind for long long years yeah long long time like obviously the any of the cena like cena in ecw against Mm -hmm. rbd cena toronto ed like that's what cena punk chicago like that uh, that against someone and that behind someone like obviously the the cm punk returning in chicago that was just him returning like coming out and cutting a promo that pop was huge But like for 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 the booze and the hatred and the the one hundred percent support behind Sammy, like yeah, it was it seemed how like the atmosphere seemed incredible. Yeah, there. yeah, it seemed it just looked like that was like oh that is part of the the fun that definitely you don't get in WWE all the time. It's but, been a long time. But I like feel. look at look at us. We do so many like podcasts of reviewing you know retro wrestling and stuff stuff. We just did a best match ever. This is so weird to compare, but we just did a, a best match ever Stephanie McMahon. And from like what 2002 2003 she fought Vince mm-hmm. in the father the only father versus daughter I quit match in history of anything. That's what they build it as or whatever. Yep. The crowd is just like I don't give a crap about this match. Why is this even a match? But the crowd go nuts for Crazy. it. You yeah. could, you just wanted to see Vince get his ass kicked, and he like wins at the end. And it's like not saying like we haven't had a crowd since that, but like the, watching old wrestling, it always seemed that way. And finally seeing that in Montreal gave me a like, oh man, see, it still can be really good. Yeah. So it's it's the investment into it into yeah. these characters. I mean, I've got. Uh, Job Nobly, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, uh, in the in our YouTube chat right now saying Jay is beating Roman for those straps. I mean, yeah, that's at this where, point, yeah. That's where the whole story started, and it would yeah. kind of be cool to go all the way. Jay can win it. Jay winning it. That would be pretty sweet. Well, you know, if we if we ever want to go to one of these big matches, uh, we, we now have... Uh, I got a lovely little present from the Hilton Garden Inn 
uh, today. Okay. Um, who uh, a few months ago when we went to Buffalo, yeah, uh, I put in the the requests on the website. Please leave a, a picture of local Buffalo wrestler Daniel Garcia, and I walked in and the picture's there on the bed. Yeah, it's him holding all these championships. And I tweeted it out and said, thank you for the great customer service. And it kind of went a little viral. So they messaged me and was like, thanks for that. So they sent us two two rooms what? at the Hilton Garden Inn, like any of them. Uh, a card that says, hey, Davey, we hope you enjoy uh, one night on us. Also, a picture of your fave. Appreciate you. Hilton Garden in social team. And now we've got a framed picture <laughs> of, of Daniel Garcia. So I think we need to, we need to get we him to, to sign. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever WWE Next announces, we'll just go. I mean, it doesn't have to be Buffalo, but I kind of feel right. nice. Uh, go. We're going to have to get Daniel Garcia to sign this picture. We are. <laughs> I can't remember if he saw it and liked it or retweeted. I don't I think feel, he did. I feel like he might have liked it. but Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be we'll be clipping this and... And putting That's out another incredible. message, thank yeah. you, yeah. the Hilton Garden Inn. It was the the night of, the day we signed in was the day he fought Wheeler Yuta in the main event on Dynamite. So it, that's it why was, we were all he won the, Garcia the Buffalo. pure championship. Yeah, them yeah. Buffalo kids we mm-hmm. represent over here across in Toronto. Wow, yeah. look at that. Yeah. They, they gave pride us, in place in front of the AEW championship. Because we gave them like free press in Buffalo. Yeah. Even though when we pulled up to the hotel, there was a fight right outside. There. <laughs> there was, yeah. So am I officially an influencer now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah, White Claw never got back to us, even though we but, still but get that's, messages. That's the thing, right? You, you plug something and then yeah. they, they gift you pictures of Daniel Garcia and free nights. How do you feel about ricotta? <laughs> <laughs> well, that way to tell you about fluffy clouds of ricotta right now. I can tell you right now, though, I could plug the Patreon because yes. patreon.com slash poison Rana is where you can get all the extra bonus shows. Yes, we have a free feed. Poison Rana on your Apple podcast, all that stuff is there. We have free shows every Sunday. We will be going live this Sunday, chatting all about some wrestling, maybe some Mercedes Money mm-hmm. and uh, Kyrie and all the other stuff going on in the world of wrestling. We'll be live Sunday. That's free. Another Detox is dropping this Friday on that feed with myself and Jordan Goodman talking a whole lot and nothing. And uh, we're trying to save the world uh, one uh, turtle at a time. Uh, that'll be on the free feed, but yeah, the Patreon is where it's at because you get for five bucks, you get a whole month's access of everything that comes out this month, this week and access to everything that back catalog. But we've had, uh, this movie request for quite a long time and we're finally doing it. I feel like since we've started this Patreon. Yeah. And we're finally doing it. It's no real relation to wrestling. If someone can find how this ties into wrestling, like all the powers. It's classic good versus evil. Yeah, true. Well, we're reviewing... Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. I can't wait to talk about this. This is one of my absolute favorite movies. Um, and been putting it off because it's it's a long movie. It clocks in it at three hours. And we know what we're like once we've done one of a trilogy. We kind of want to complete it. And that's a lot of time. I rewatched this the other day and it breezed by for me. One sitting, I thought I better start on Sunday because I'm going to have to have this three-hour right. film watched by Wednesday. Uh, I can't wait to chat all about this and completely nerd out about Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, so hey, if that's your bag, uh, that will be a podcast coming out this week. I mentioned Best Match Ever, Steph. What else? We just did a re- review of... Survivor Series 2002. Yeah, the first ever chamber. We review the whole pay-per-view, meaning three-minute warning for Enrico versus Jeff Hardy and the Dudleys. Uh, uh, yeah. 
the Elimination Chamber match itself. We dive into some backstory on the Chamber. Trish v. Victoria. Hardcore match. Yeah. Yeah, we dive into the whole thing. That was a great review as well. So uh, those are some shows that came out this week. But again, five bucks, you get access to everything in that back catalog. So many podcasts out there. So go check it out, including Was Next, where we are talking about Sasha Banks and Sami Zayn, which is funny because that's all we're talking about in kind of modern day Absolutely. wrestling as well. So yeah, uh, poisonrana.ca for all the updates of all the other stuff. Uh, we are not only on the road to WrestleMania, we're on the road to NXT Stand and Deliver, but we can't be on the road without a few road blocks, and it seems that is like the official thing. They definitely made sure to kind of hit us over the head with it tonight. It's in two weeks. Two weeks, roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting to get uh, some things come together for that show as well. Yeah, from tonight's episode of NXT. So I think they... They are kind of doing a good job of making Stan and Deliver. Like, that's their WrestleMania now. Like, it used to feel like it was, what, the Brooklyn Take show. Whenever Brooklyn. they went to t- Brooklyn, it felt kind of their special one. I think they're, they're really trying to make this their, their thing. Yeah. And, uh, big arena as well. They're doing it, and it'll be interesting to see how much they sell. Yeah, absolutely. It's especially with... What crypto the- Staples Center, right? Crypto, <laughs> crypto Staples Center. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, should we jump in? Is there anything else that's uh, going on? I can't remember. I know we're going to be talking about Dynamite from tomorrow night on Sunday as on well. On Sunday's Poison, Poison Rana. Rana. So. so, yeah, uh, youtube.com at, sorry, slash at Poison Rana pod. Um, got some announcements coming soon. Still can't quite announce it yet. But yeah, we we're we're in Toronto area, especially, you know, GTA Toronto area. WrestleMania weekend, that's all we can say. We're going to have to be doing some fun in the six. And uh, and some appearances, it looks like, from the BDE. Poison Ron are going to be hitting the road. You might see us soon. More announcements to come. Niagara Falls, possibly. Uh, Toronto, where's the other one? Mississauga? Yeah, the, yeah, the great, the party next door. Oh, Mississauga. yeah. Mississauga. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, will be given some announcements in the, in the future because, uh, we will be, uh, inviting some people up for some fun activities. So stay tuned. Absolutely stay tuned for all these fun things. Uh, and then I'm trying to think there was something else as well. Oh, we went to Demand Lucha. We did. And I mean, hey, Demand Lucha is always a blast. Uh, we just enjoy going to these shows. Mm-hmm. And Jordan is fantastic. One of the guys who runs them. He's amazing. And then they genuinely book a match that I like. I don't think. I, I'm excited. Like th- this could be on a like WrestleMania weekend match weekend show that I'd be like, yo, this is this could be really awesome. Our boy Gringo Loco, the base god, taking on Commander. This isn't later April yeah, that, though. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, um, this show is going to be big. I was so impressed how full it Packed. was on Thursday. Um, really hot crowd. Uh, WH has a new favorite wrestler, Nova Kane. Yes. Uh, yes, that is correct. He's a big, big fan. Me and uh, WH tried to sesh with uh, Jack Evans, but he didn't reply to us. So uh, I still love you, Jack Evans. But yeah. uh, it would have been fun to to have a little smoker circle with WH. <laughs> WH and Jack Evans. <laughs> uh, yeah, WH sure. loved J- J- Japan. Uh, sorry, Demand Lucha. Uh, Mike Murray showed up. I think he brought his kids as well. It was a whole party. Sporting the pasta lovers T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Which is That's awesome. Right. Yeah, we had a blast. So we will be at the next one sometime in April. 100%. So looking forward to that. But we, uh, we're we having fun going to these indie shows. We are, yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's time to dive into some NXT. Yeah, let's have some more fun. NXT from February 21st, 2023, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. And Trick Williams kicks things off. And he says, I back up everything I say. And you can come out here, Ilya Dragunov, with your long road. 
robe and conducting your fake orchestra. And you say that pain brings you pleasure. Well, I'm going to send you to cloud nine and orchestrate an ass whooping. Uh, another good kind of fiery promo here. There's, there's so many good lines he gets in there. I can't catch them all, but like, yeah, he's still very, yeah, he's, (laughs) he's still very funny. Everything he says, I I like the talking while going to the ring thing. Yeah. Like not enough people do that. I know he is because he's done it before with that, especially with that feud with Wes where he was acting like Muhammad Ali. I still think that's his like inspiration, the way he's cutting the promos and stuff like the old Muhammad, you know, thing like a, I can be, I'm so fast. I could flick the switch and you know, all that kind of stuff. He's going for that vibe. And I, I love the way, yeah, I love the way he talks a bit of a new gear this week. He's in kind of shorts rather than the, uh, long boys. No more long boys for trick. Um, while Dragonoff comes out and trick jumps the bell attacking Dragonoff as he's taking off his rope. Um, there's Dragonoff starts to climb up the ropes and sort of stumbles and maybe tweaks his leg a little, uh, but comes back with these big forearms to the back of the neck of Trick. Uh, Trick then shoves Dragonoff on the turnbuckle and he lands back first on the apron. And this is where JD McDonough comes out before the commercial break and joins the commentary team. Um, after the break, it's all Trick Williams in control. He throws Ilya neck first into the ropes. Uh, Dragonoff comes back with the, I think it's the Constantine Special, his mm-hmm. sort of 619 Lariat, um, and then hits a big Enziguri, followed by the bombs away knee. And then Trick comes back with a big kick of his own. He's He's got really long legs, so these, these kicks. This was like one on the floor spinning. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Hitting so. him. Then hits his running, twisting neck breaker. It's like Goldberg. Yeah. wasn't Didn't Goldberg used to do something like this? You're right. Yeah, he did. Like a swinging thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trick goes for the knockout blow, uh, but gets caught. Uh, and then Dragunov delivers the huge forearm to the face, followed by a kind of Gotch-style German uh, to drag from Dragunov, and then finishes Trick Williams off with the Torpedo Moscow headbutt and winning the match one, two, three. Yeah, a pretty fun little match here. I think Trick has kept improving and keeps improving. And going up against someone like Dragonoff, who's like a bit hard hitting and stuff, is probably like good for you to get better at this game. I, I love Dragonoff. Since coming back, I'm kind of wondering what the like next move is for him. Clearly, we think Mello is the guy to face Braun. So clearly, having Ilya team with uh, sorry face Trick here. I assume we're going to Dragunov mellow before we get to stand and deliver, especially assuming they'd later announce mellow versus Tyler Bate for next week. Mm. So I do think we get the singles match and that is your like number one contenders match. I think that's what's exciting about um, mellow probably becoming champion at stand and deliver. It allows all these people to kind of go for the title again uh, in fresh matches, whereas bronze kind of face everyone now at this point. Yeah, I'm just a little, like, where does Dragunov land on Stand and Deliver? Does he have a singles match? Is it him versus, you know, a, a new person, an import like Dragon Lee, just a one-on-one match? I think it's JD. JD versus him, just one-on-one? I think so. Yeah, that that makes sense, actually. I, yeah, because he's the one who's staring at him. He's the one who hurt him. That would probably be a, a great match, Hell a rematch. Man. Yeah, for sure. So, But you know what? That's this a is, takeover level. Yeah, match, and if they absolutely. were given some time, I think they could kill it, too. But... But so far, I like this little feud. I like when Tri- I think Trick elevates other people. He's a good like enhancement talent, right? He's so good at trash talking. You can't wait to see him get beat up. Yeah, uh, I I thought this is a pretty fun opener. I think Trick is is really holding his own now. He's uh, obviously fantastic on the mic, but 
he he's definitely improved in ring. Uh, was one of, if not his best match so far. Yeah. On the lower end for Ilya Dragunov matches, but um, but I probably my match of the night to be honest. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot more on this. No, show, not really. To be honest. So uh, yeah, trick continuing to impress. Um, we then get a video package for the main event, hyping up Jinder Mahal. Um, he comments on how uh, more people are sort of booing Bron Breaker and less cheering. It's like the three guys in the this three guys arena. that are there every week who just ruin every segment. <laughs> Uh, he says there'll be a lot of shocked reactions and that he's kind of the master of causing these shocked reactions. Like when he won the US Championship at WrestleMania 34. It's like... Did he? You, you did? You're lying. No. Like, didn't. I was at that show. Like, was that four-way or something? Were you at that show? Yeah, I think... It, off the top of my head, it, yeah, that's New Orleans, I believe. Right. And it was, like, Jinder... Uh, fuck, who was it? Miro, like, Rusev... And then Ms. You're lying. Finn. I don't believe you. I think. You could Co- correct me in the room. I think. No. I think it was those. Four. You could say any of those people that, in a but match. But that sounds like a match like, yeah, that sure. didn't happen. It sounds like a match I most definitely did not watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says the same reaction when I beat Randy Orton for the championship. I do remember that. The one. same reaction. Yeah. What was that reaction? He's, well, he just cricket. Shock. <laughs> pure shock. I think he's getting at. Uh, yeah, so Jinder gonna cause a shock again tonight and uh, winning the one title that's always eluded him. <laughs> Which, I mean, he was, I thought they would have brought up more that he he was in the yeah. very first NXT championship we'll have match. To, we'll have to discuss this. I definitely want to bring this up because we're, we're, so, uh, we're so deep in NXT knowledge here because yeah. of our, not only this show, but Was Next, another show we do. Like, we know all about Jinder and the NXT title that he's never ha- held. Yeah. So we'll definitely discuss it later on. But I, I mean, hey, doing a one thing for gender here. I don't know who got excited for it, but it no. sure wasn't us. But It was another challenger <laughs> for Brock. Um, we see Fallon Henley, who's on the phone, trying to get hold of Brooks Jensen. Oh. And Josh Briggs walks in and she says, I keep leaving voice messages and texts and he doesn't reply. And uh, Josh is like, look, you've got to let it go. Give him space. And she's like, I just... He's like, you shouldn't have done what you did. And she goes, well, I just found it so weird that she wouldn't tell me that Zach was her brother. Why did she let it drag on and on? And Briggs is like, yeah, I agree with you, but it was Brooks's big night and you shouldn't have done that. And you know what? It was Kiana's big night too. And she's meant to be your, your partner. And Fallon says, oh yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm going to talk to Kiana in person. Yeah. So, and no Brooks on the show tonight. He's, he's fucking pissed. He's heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, I follow the social media. It seems like there was another date with... I mean, they took a photo because you see the photo on Kiana's desk later. So they probably date again. But yeah, Fallon was in the wrong. Imagine this was you, like you were about to get a smooch. I'd have gone like, Fallon, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Don't care if she likes someone else. I don't care. I'm having a good night. It's 2023. (laughs) I really don't care if she likes someone else. All about polyamory. Yeah, it's fine. Her brother? Okay, might draw the line there. (laughs) Bloody Zach. I I think the swerve is he's not her brother. And he's like, I don't know. like You think they are dating? I mean, good for Zach, whoever that guy was, but absolutely not. No, I say the so dog. Why, why does it? I think the dog had more of a chance so, than Zach. Well, why? Why would it work then? If no, he's I not think the brother? I think it needs to turn out like she actually is like not serious with Brooks. I think she is like going to end up being 
unfaithful to him. So she's in love with Zach. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like this is the red herring in the storyline of. I can't believe I'm d- jumping into this epic storyline here, but I feel like there, there's a red herring somewhere. somewhere. You, you're gonna have at some point like Brooks walk in, and it looks like her and Briggs or something. Yeah, and that's gonna. Oh my god, that could be it. She could be actually with Briggs the whole time, and they <sighs> split. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to see then that Kate happen. And Carter comes back to. Oh, okay, to now, we're getting, now we're getting now we're getting ahead of ourselves, but. I do feel like the way this storyline's going, there, there has to be some sort of like payoff with no Keanu was right to not trust her. So look at Keanu it, and look at still... look at Brooks. Look at Keanu. Hey, look at Brooks, Brooks is a, a good looking kid. <laughs> I love Brooks, but be, he should be is, careful. B cubed is he? B cubed, yeah. B squared. B. He's B 2s son. Yeah. So he's Bull Buchanan's kid, so he's B three. Yeah. B cubed. Yeah. <laughs> B cubed is when it's three. Yeah. Be cubed. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't really. Uh, Brooks Jensen's be cubed sounds. Be cubed. Cool. Yeah. Um, the Riz Master. Yeah. I. I mean, this could all be a a long ploy to try and get uh, Fallon's bar. I don't know how Brooks dating Brooks. Yeah, this storyline jumps. This is this is like like your Days of Our Lives storyline in NXT for sure. Yeah, been still into it's it. It's got me hooked. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll admit it. They got me. You, you got me. I hate myself, but you got me. We then go to Mako Satamora's dojo, uh, where she's training a bunch of students, and Roxanne Perez asks if she can join the class, and we start to see this montage of training, doing press-ups, sit-ups, squats, and as it's going on, we see more and more students drop out, They've, they're gassed, they can't do any more. They give up. They then do a thousand squats, and this is like what that thing, you know, where... Uh, I see it in sitcoms all the time, like the the girl's about to come up, and then yeah. the guy gets down on the floor. And he's one thousand like, one nine hundred and ninety nine <laughs> one thousand. Yeah. I don't oh. know if you heard. I just oh. did a thousand right ooh, there. Ooh. <laughs> it kind of felt like that a bit, but they keep going on until it's just Roxanne and Mako left. And Mako, uh, sorry, Roxanne thanks her for the training session, and uh, Mako says, "Hey, that was just the warm up." Oh. Now we begin. We Damn. get it to be continued. Wow, the champion put through the the ringer here. Mm. You don't always see Satamora that. Satamora barely breaking a sweat doing all this. Yeah, she looked like she didn't even do it at a thousand. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? She was on Nitro, and <laughs> and now is on NXT. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. There's there's a wrestler right now on Women of Wrestling who was also on Nitro that they bring up all the time. It's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but she's the Genesis, the Exile group right now. It's it's kind of funny because because they bring it up here. They bring up Satamora was on Nitro a few times mm. since being here, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for the match. This, these are kind of funny. I, like, yeah, it's I cool, think this but... match is going to be pretty. I th- they're I... building it face and face, yeah. so I think doing this kind of stuff is this is better than Apollo and Bron going fishing. But this is the equivalent of it's we've got two baby faces going for the title. So like, what's so like. There's a second half to this, but like, is there one next week where it's, it, it's Roxanne teaching Miko how to like TikTok or something? <laughs> I, or would it be at Booker's school? Hey, that it's, could be cool. It's a montage of, uh, no, Miko riding the Greyhound with Roxanne. <clears throat> I, I'll show you how to take the bus. Yeah. I used to do this 10 hours there, 10 hours back. She's going to be like, wow, what a waste of time. <laughs> it's like, why are there all these crazy smelly people on this bus? <laughs> You don't think they think that when they're uh, at a wrestling venue? Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> uh, there's a second half. We'll give. I'll give more some thoughts on that after. But yeah, 
I'm excited for the match night. That's that's the roadblock then. Two weeks. Away. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tyler Bate comes out. He looks like he rides a greyhound. Um, He's wearing a, a lovely green like crew neck sweater and some khakis. Yeah. Some trousers. Is that what you guys call it? Trousers. Yeah. Trousers. Khakis. khakis. Uh. Yeah. Khaki. You know. At least he. At least he like dressed a little nicer. He doesn't. He didn't look like he was quite like homeless as he's been looking lately. He looked a little. The sweater was nice. Yeah, the sweater he, he was did nice. look a bit better. Um, I, yeah, like nothing says I'm a wrestler like wearing some khakis. <laughs> it is the. I mean, to be fair, we do have the British lot are always wearing different fashion. Aren't yeah, they? you guys definitely. The the the. the I don't want to say you guys meaning like all the UK. I mean the UK wrestlers that have clearly come over to the US and went. Wow, look at Target. Look at these stores. Look, oh, Azumis. I should wear this on TV. Like. Not talking specifically about the one guy in Gallus, who clearly goes to H and M and really likes those shirts. Rest dressed pretty nicely. Yeah, Pete Dunne and Ridge are always very no Gallus. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying about oh, the yeah, British yeah. lads in general. Right, right. I think British people have way more style than most Americans. Don't get me wrong, but I'd agree. I, 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 I love Tyler Bate, but you keep mentioning to me like, why is he not? He doesn't. Like, he doesn't look like a wrestler. I yeah, mean, I know, I know yeah. we. I guess, I mean, you'd say the same about the Sami Zayn or something. Absolutely. But the difference is you then get this promo. <laughs> Fair enough. So he comes out in his nice sweater. He's like, oi. <laughs> he says, hello, big, strong boys and girls. Uh, I'm a man of few words, but I wanted to come out and share some words. And throughout the first half of this promo, the, these guys just kept chanting something. Uh, they're chanting, we want Waller, and then some other people were chanting, we, no, no, we, we don't. don't. Right. But yeah, like the same three dudes. It like. was all over the top of the promo. It was quite annoying. Uh, and Tyler Bate thanks them all. He says, most of you, uh, for all your support, kind of acknowledging the, the fans cheering for Waller here. And thanks for your absolute spiffing support. And whether it's been against Grayson, Axiom, or Bron Breaker, uh, you've always had my back. And I believe in the natural timing of things... We are going to embark on a mystical journey together. And it sounded like that was where he was meant to be interrupted. And then he looks. And he goes, we are going to embark on this mystical I said, <laughs> we're going. Schism's music hits. Yeah, but it was totally off. Yeah, he, he was whole, even looking like, hey. The whole thing, this, I, I'll continue. But this first part of the promo, it's, they've clearly given him, all right, like, kind of, like, up the Britishness a bit. There was sort of Jack Gallagher kind of, you know, gentleman Ooh. Jack. Yeah. Doing kind of words like spiffing right. on a mystical adventure. He's kind of being a bit more British using right, right. sort of, you know, plummy words, that kind of thing. I don't know what you just um, said. I, I thought he sounded awful, to be honest. I don't know if it was the dudes chanting that kind of threw him off. Maybe. And then obviously whatever threw it off because... When he said the line, we're going on, he, he basically comes out here to cut a promo about absolutely nothing. He yeah. says, hey, thanks for, like, clapping. Thanks for being a fan of me. I don't know why. I, I have really my eyes much. set on something, but I don't know what it is. He then teases, we're going on a mystical journey together. I don't think he's talking about NXT UK or any of the mm. rebranding things that Triple H was mentioning before. But then he, the, the timing was off, so then he repeats, I said, and then the music hits. And then Vic Joseph paused, like, it's quiet for a sec. And then Vic Joseph goes, talk about timing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Vic, talk about timing. So uh, Schism come out. Joe Gacy says, we are kindred spirits, forward thinking. And 
Bait is not having any of it. He's saying, I'm, uh, I'm going to pass on whatever concoction you've given your mates there. I'm Talking not, about I'm Kool-Aid. I'm drinking your Kool-Aid. Yeah. Uh, Ava Rain says, we're similar in some ways, but not in others. And these people won't help you. And you left your family all on the other side of the ocean. But Schism is a true family. You are all alone. No one will help you. We're four roots, one tree. As they're surrounding the ring, going to attack Tyler Bate when Chase, you run out for the save. Yeah, uh, didn't like this promo at all. Again, big fan of Tyler Bate, especially when it comes to his wrestling. I have heard him cut promos before. They've been pretty good. Not sure what happened here. And then the schism coming out, they do all the classic. They did all the hits here, uh, you know, going off about being spooky and this and that. Join and our just, family. Yeah, just, um, I, I really hated this segment. I didn't think... I didn't think Gacy or Ava Rain sounded particularly no, good either. No one I did. thought Tyler Bates sounded awful. Like, this is... I felt the same with Jinder last week. Like, these people have been in the system far too long to be doing shitty promos or getting thrown off by people in the crowd. Like, Tyler Bates has been there a long time. We yeah. know he can wrestle, but hes I can't see this guy going anywhere just on his wrestling in this company with cutting promos like that. He doesn't have that charisma of a, yeah. a Sami Zayn or a Daniel Bryan or other people like that. Uh, I thought this was pretty bad from both. And then it's all to set up this match, which is Schism versus Chase U. So Tyler just leaves. So yeah, Chase U run out for the save and uh, that leads us to our next match. So it's Andre Chase and uh, Duke Hudson versus Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler. Yeah, uh... Before while this match is starting, like Vic is like, oh, these guys are kind of you know creepy and spooky, trying to you know the Kool Aid and, and the schism, this and that. It's kind of similar to Booker, you know, about fighting like spooky, spooky guys because you fought the Boogeyman, and Booker T just goes, don't you ever mention the Boogeyman again. He's like, that guy attacked me and my wife. That guy is a, is, is nuts. He just starts ripping. never be invited <laughs> yeah, back. He just starts ripping the boogeyman. I'm like, oh, man, that was good. Keeping kayfabe alive all these years later with the, who could forget the iconic storyline of Booker T and the boogeyman. But, yeah. Was that WrestleMania match? That I was, think it was. That it, it was, Davey. <laughs> that it was. Uh, the boogeyman is real, and he's coming to get you. So it's a lot of schism just beating down on Andre Chase. Uh, you've got uh, Rip. Fowler hitting the shoulder breaker to Andre. Uh, Chase eventually makes the hot tag to Hudson, who does the U jabs, and then a Beal on Jagger Reed to Rip Fowler. And then he goes to tag Andrew, um, and they do this... Uh, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> Andre? Correct. He tags Andre Chase, and they do this fun double-team move where he grabs, I think it was Jagger's uh, leg, and kind of passes it to... Duke and then runs around spinning it round and delivers a kick. It was pretty. Fun. Yeah, it was a pretty funny double team here. Usually, I think back of a lot of guys do the like the the leg thing and then give With it to the, the ref. Evil, so, yeah, it, right? all the time. And NXT is definitely known for a lot of the funny stuff. But the the passing it to your partner and then running around and then hitting an enziguri was quite entertaining. We then notice that Thea Hale is crying and <laughs> <laughs> telling. Uh, Spooky Joe Gacy and Ava Rain to go away. Go away! Uh, we get a double DDT from Chase, followed by the twisting neck breaker, and then a moonsault to the floor. Andre Chase, uh, shades of Kota Ibushi here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moonsault to the floor here to Fowler. Hits the high cross to Jagger Reed, but Rip breaks up the pin. 
And now he starts the chase you stomps. Give me a C. Give me an H. But then he's distracted because he sees Thea is crying and Ava Rain is coming towards her. So he comes out and talks to Rain and gets her away. So Duke makes the tag, hits his slingshot German, and then is distracted by what's going on with Thea and Chase. And then this allows the Dyad to take over and they hit him with a double code breaker for the win. Uh, not doing their ticket to mayhem here, which was interesting. I yeah. guess because Duke's a bit bigger. Uh, but new finish here with the double co-breaker. And we see Thea is crying and uh, Duke is pissed off and says, yells at Chase. She has to grow up. You need to let her grow up. This is a university, not a charity. And Thea's just crying. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. So Duke kind of teasing. I mean, we we joke about it every week that uh, Chase U is the bloodline of NXT. The storyline, at least. It's mm. the, the one we're following of what's going to happen of when they finally implode. But can't say feuding with Joe, Spooky Joe Biden. Sorry, what do I call him? Spooky Joe Gacy. <laughs> Spooky Joe Gacy. Once you feud with him, like it's like feuding with the fiend before. It's like it can drag you down. And we thought for a second Joe Gacy was getting out of that territory, but nope. They just like are the same thing. Uh, and uh, Surin in the YouTube chat brings up a good point. Like look back all those years when Tyler Bate was like the star of the NXT UK yeah. tournament and Gibson. Now it's his name, Rip Fowler. Yeah. Sorry, what's his Rip Fowler? Rip Fowler. Yeah. <laughs> no, at least he's not. Jagger Reed. Reed. <laughs> so, like, I guess he's got that going for him, you know? But, yeah. Uh, I, I I like Chase U, and I hope that the Duke thing... I think, I think really, Endgame now is either they break up or they do win the tag titles. That's Santa Delivery. I'd like tag titles. Right think, the wrongs. I think Duke was uh, kind of rightfully mad here. Like, you could see it as leaning a bit heel, but I I agree with him. How many times do we say about wrestling? I hate these characters who are here just have fun. It's wrestling. And you're like, come on, we're wrestling and this girl is scared of Joe Gacy? Come on. Yeah. This is a university, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need, I need vignettes of them. It, clearly the feud's continuing, I guess. I, don't I know. would think so. I don't know. Uh, we need vignettes of the schism, the dyad lads actually going to the university, which, which may or may not exist. But Trash <laughs> in this university. Teaching their own class. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, like, Joe Gacy's the substitute teacher one week. Just comes in. He's taking the what class. Is he? Yeah, he's like Charles Mansoning it, just like yeah. drinking the Kool-Aid, giving kids the Kool-Aid. But yeah, didn't care too much about this. No, and this was the first of, like, distraction finishes in pretty much every match Yeah, this for the rest of the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I, I enjoy Chase U, but it's it's... The schism feel like they're going back to where they were. Yeah. We got, like... There was an injection of some life in there when Ava Rain joined and it seemed like they were moving in a better direction. This was just copy and paste from a year ago, I yeah. thought. Um, we see an earlier today where Robert Stone is talking to Von Wagner and it's like he's still giving him these pep talks and he wants to get to know him. He wants to get to the pe- let the people know who Von Wagner is. And Von says, I'm just here to kick ass and take names. And Stone says, yeah. Look, like that. You're not original. Nothing you do is original. <laughs> and when Tony D'Angelo and Stax come in and... Speaking of original. Yeah, Tony's mad because he says he stole the title opportunity away from him last week. And Von goes, are you talking to me? 
uh, and Stax gets in his face. They basically goad him into a match. They're going, ah, oh, do go on, let's have a match. Uh, oh, do you need a permission slip from Mr. Stone for that? So Von eventually agrees, and Stone's mad at Wagner. He's like, you played right into their hands. And Von just yells, shut up. Damn. Shut up. <laughs> so these two are going to fight later. I guess so. I love Vaughn. Vaughn clearly, you think Vaughn's seen Taxi Driver or he'd just seen them recently play the Batista Taxi Driver WrestleMania Goes mm. Hollywood vignettes that he's like, ooh, that's good. I'll use that in my. <laughs> and what, what's, uh, what's Kick Ass? That's a, well, no, what is it? Kick Ass and eat bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's, that's they right. live, but he says Kick Ass and take names, which, yeah, is said like everyone's yeah. always used that. And that's from I like how it, it kind of, Robert Stone is reminding me kind of of JBL the other week to Baron Corbin, where he's like, nah, you can't polish you a suck. turd. He's yeah. like, I tried, it's not working, you suck. So Vaughn's getting and a rebound. Stone is here like, yeah, you, you're not original, you're not very good, you keep losing. <laughs> I think Vaughn is going to come, I think we joked about it last week, he's going to turn a whole 180 and have this like bizarre character, like a, you know, Brodus Clay dancing thing he's gonna oh he he's gonna dance one day isn't he he's gonna I either totally dance or he's gonna wear a mask and team with he's gonna start a mask stable with axiom and scripts okay remember scripts where scripts is just doing level hashtag up. where is scripts where is scripts i don't really care but where is scripts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah scripts went awol no uh, nxt anonymous this week as well is that scripts no no it's different we talked wow. about this. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe you. I don't know. Wow. All I know now, I just can't stop thinking about scripts. scripts but anyways. Matt. We need a, a scripts mask for the set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they sell it, but I'll tell you right now. Someone make it for us. I don't know. Someone get us it a script mask. can go next to a Daniel Garcia picture. <laughs> when that script- looks lovely there. White frame and everything. It's so nice. We, we need to get scripts mask absolutely <laughs> absolutely someone halloween make next it. year we're just both scripts <laughs> we're both script no i'll be you be axiom <laughs> well the axiom costume is way cooler yeah than i'll scripts. be script <laughs> cut up a mop i feel like von wagner and scripts should team up <laughs> the best thing he could do what would their team name be fuck uh i don't know Hmm. What's Scripps' thing? He wears a mask and he's... He writes with a quill, doesn't he? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but we're definitely going off the rails. But they're like Molly go round off of Von's shoulders. Exactly. Think of it. Think of it. Think of the money you can print (laughs) these two. Putting Von and Scripps together with Robert Stone as the the manager. Like, they might as well print money. Yeah. Book it. (laughs) Book it right now. We see Drew Gulak, who is asked why he abandoned his friend last week. And he goes, friend? Hank Walker isn't my friend. Oh. He's a nice guy, but you can't be afraid to tear limbs, rip limbs out of shoulders and everything. And that just isn't Hank Walker. That is Charlie Dempsey. Oh, man. <coughs> I felt kind of sad. I mean, Hank wasn't here, but we'll definitely get to hear from him next week, I'm sure, or see him. But I, I felt kind of bad. Because the guy gave him his boots. That's yeah. something a friend does do, right? Yeah. So has that True. ever happened to you where you're like, someone's like, friend? Nah. Now we're felt, colleagues. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. So it's kind of even more disrespectful. But but like selfishly as the viewer, 
I'm a little bit more excited as Drew is teaming with Regal Jr. Mm. So way yeah. makes way more sense. Yeah, it just kind of like his reasons made sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this Hank this just sucks. hasn't got it. He's he's, he's not got that guy. killer instinct. Uh this he's, guy does. He's Seth Rogan, and he here I have Pete Dunn. We get a video for Sol Ruka Hell yeah. uh, who says no two waves are the same and the NXT women's division is the same way. Everyone is so different, uh, but that makes it uh, a lot less boring and a lot more fun. And she says every day she tries something new and she'll spend hours and hours. And at first she'll absolutely suck at it, but she'll keep going until she can do it. And we can see her practicing with a skateboard doing these these handstand tricks and flips on the board. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of interesting. I follow her social media. It does seem that's something she does. She's posting videos where, like, hey, I'm going to try something today and does these, like, whether it's hands walking from, like, something, doing crazy backflips and gymnastics. Like, this Sol Ruka is a specimen here. Like, physically mm. uh, just insane. So... While this promo, this video is playing, it's showing her like throughout the day doing, trying to do this handstand. Falling over and then. Yeah, sorry, a kip, a handstand kick flip landing then on her feet on yeah. the board. And you see her trying it a few times. And then finally by the end of the promo. And she says sometimes it can take three hours and I start to be able to do the thing and it feels great. And that's what I get when I'm in the ring. And that's why I want another match with Zoe because eventually I'll nail that trick and eventually I will beat Zoe Stark. Uh, I I really like this. As you said, I, I it feels like this is very much who she is. This doesn't feel like a character that's just been put on her. Yeah. I mean, you can see her doing all this stuff, but I think I think as a mentality, uh, I think she could be be a really great in ring talent as well. Because I, I believe her. I believe that she'll keep Get working, good. and if she's she'll keep on working on something until she's good. It, it's almost. You see it when you watch those, like, you know, Dancing with the Stars and things like that. It's always the athletes who are really good at that because they're used to that dedication of just wanting to win and right. training until they get something perfect. And I get that sense with her. And I, I I think these video packages have really been working for her and managed to tie all this in with the Zoe Stark thing as well, going back to her. Yeah. Where I, I am kind of looking forward to seeing that match again. She's got to get the W. I would think so. Yeah. I, I see... I see money. Sol Ruka is definitely going to be a big star. I, I absolutely. But again, if you follow her social media, she's doing insane feats and stunts like almost every day of like just v stuff. I couldn't, I could barely walk with my own two legs. And here she is like yeah. <laughs> walking around upside down on her hands being like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? And then like doing like I, a, a million flips in one sequence. Like, yeah, uh big. Th and, and you know what? She sounded good. I, obviously it's a, package put together but she sounded good in it too so i think a, a complete package when booker t last week said she's just like the next aj styles maybe he's right maybe <laughs> i still it's a it's an out there comparison but all right let's let's go with it let's find out let's see did you know no one has been in his, in as many elimination chambers as Liv morgan <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't i was not aware of that yeah yeah that that sunset flip was pretty impressive it was yeah but wait till Sol Ruka Sol gets Ruka into does an the elimination. Soul snatcher off the off the chamber. Come on, that's nuts. Come that on. would be crazy. Yeah, yeah Sol Ruka, uh, future WWE superstar for sure. We go to JC Jane versus Indy Hartwell. Um, this is set up last week where Indy kind of stood up for the the women's locker room 
because uh, JC Jane was chatting a load of trash. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, um, we get some running sentons from Jane. Indy then, uh, like, gets her head just, like, draped across the ropes. Uh, JC with this kick to the to the spine and then thrust kick to the face. And Indy kicks out and JC just screams. JC has these just crazy facial expressions yeah. throughout the whole match. Um, there's then this chokehold from, in, uh, from JC. Uh, Indy fires back with a back elbow and Jane sends her shoulder first into the ring post and then slams Indy's head against the turnbuckle, hits the cannonball in the corner and then kisses Indy before delivering her new finish, it seems. I guess. Running boot to the face. It's just like the way she kicked kicked in the door, yes. if you will, to Gigi. On Gigi. Look good. Actually, yeah. 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 Um, and then says, you're just another number. It's about me, not you. And goes to do this boot again when Gigi Dolan charges into the ring, <gasps> taking out JCJ, uh, JC Jane. And the DQ is called. So Indy wins the match via DQ. And then Gigi's just throwing her around ringside throwing her into the steps, into the barricade, yeah. and chases her off. She tries to go for the boot, but JC runs oh, off. Yes. So then they, she chases her out to like end the segment. But but yeah, the return to Gigi, since I think she could have been off TV a little longer after getting kicked well, that two hard. Two weeks, right? But I yeah. mean, I guess you want to light up the feud. So mm. clearly this is a stand and deliver match. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think too much of this match, no. to be honest. It, it actually felt like it was moving in slow motion at times, I thought. Um, just no real i didn't think there was much chemistry between these two here um i did think that new boot looks good from yeah. jc and i i hope it picks up for this this match because I, I think they could tell a good story going into it yeah uh, i like the boot as well and i like the story but the match was was there uh we get more from mako and roxanne training and they've just finished their ses- session and roxanne thanks her and she says, but we wrestle in two weeks. Why did you want to do this with me? And Mako says, we don't talk, we train. And we get another training montage where they've got their kick pads out. They're rolling in the ring. And then Mako gets Roxanne to keep charging at her like with shoulder tackles until eventually she kind of stumbles. And Mako says she likes to train because it comes from here, indicating to her heart, not here, pointing to her arms basically saying you showed heart today and I'll see you in two weeks. Nice. I think it's going to be a good match. Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to this one. Yeah. I think it would probably main event, uh, the, the oh. roadblock, right? Like what else is there? Oh, it's roadblock. Yes. Yes. Not, this is stand not deliver. stand and deliver. Uh, yeah, it should main event. It makes yeah. me wonder, this should just be the stand and deliver match. I think so. Because Cora Jade, not ready for that big match. I, Where is she? I don't know if she's is she injured hurt or, or something. something? I'm not sure, but yeah, they've completely dropped that feud with Lyra Valkyria. I know I still want that match. Yeah, you really want, you're the only no, one. No, it's really just wants. weird. Yeah. They they announced the match and then never happened. Okay, well now Lyra's moving on. With what was this, this the history with Cora Jade and Mako before? It, what there wasn't any, right? It was uh, she wanted the match. She with, wanted the match, and Mako was like, "No, I'm facing Roxanne." So maybe she comes out afterwards and. Uses a real skateboard to yeah. hit her with it. Yeah, time. you could go to that match again, I guess. I just feel like that's kind of, it's too late. Yeah, it does feel it's like past that. that. It feels yeah. like we moved on. Because I, th- I think Mako and Roxanne are going to have a way better match than anything else. I'm looking else. forward to it, definitely. Absolutely. And then after this, maybe Mako can be free and just 
wrestle on the main roster or something. Because like, there's a few dream matches you could get to. Yeah, just to do it. And people might not know who she is when you bring her out in these main roster, but I they'll mean, learn real quick. If Oscar beats Bianca at WrestleMania, ooh, just bring Mako out ooh. the next day. Monday after, yeah, be, book it. Be Asuka's first opponent. Oh my, or whatever. Goodness, book it. Would be cool. Book it. We get an interview with Zoe Stark who says she doesn't give a damn about what Sol Ruka wants. She's already beaten her and so she can surf and stuff. Cool. So what? And why does Mako Satomura get a title match? Uh, because Roxanne paid for a ticket for her to come over from Japan. And Mackenzie says, well, she's actually a living legend and one of the most recognizable women in the history of wrestling. So that's why she gets it. And Zoe says, well, if she was in the ring with me, she'd see who the real final boss is. Um, and this gets announced uh, later in the night that this is going to be next week. Zoe Stark versus Mako Satomura. Yeah. Uh, good little like pit stop for the, the title match in two weeks. So I thought I like Zoe it. sounded good as well. I thought... Uh, <laughs> Sol Ruka loves the ocean so much. She should just go out there and stay there is yeah. what she said. <laughs> I, I think this heel character is working so much better for her. I think she was yeah. quite awkward at times as a baby face. But I think she's really owning this character and I do like her in ring. So I think her versus Satamura should should be really good next yeah, week. it should. We go to our next match. It's Gallus taking on the team of Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. And it's a lot of Gallus just beating down on Blade uh, for the first portion of this match. Until, uh, the, what is it? Mark Coffey gets distracted by these, these boys. These two lads. Boys in fancy, pretty deadly-esque clothes sort of they, fancy hats and fancy pants yeah they look like uh, pretty deadly but they're not pretty deadly kind of the way they're dressed and they got this giant cake we've got a giant cake saying happy anniversary on it so mark is a little bit distracted he by saw this. the cake yeah <laughs> wolfgang saw the cake for sure anofi gets tagged in uh anofi goes to this like rebound lariat thing uh but just messed up the the spot in the ropes there yeah, it's similar to um, Tyler Bate. You see a lot of wrestlers do yeah. this move. I, also, I, if so many wrestlers do it, don't don't, don't do, do it. it. Um, he does make up for it with a nice uh, like topic helo to the outside. Yeah, he he picked up like without missing a beat. I mean, he slipped up there, but then ends up going off the top to the outside with this huge move. It's a nice looking elbow drop as well. Gets a lot of height on that, um, and then goes this suplex backstabber combo. But they really didn't hit it at all no vic joseph kind of trying to save for him twice in a row there didn't really get all of it yeah there. and then we get gallus hitting their scoop slam clothesline to the back finish for the win uh this was pretty horrible this match i thought uh i love malik blade and idris Anofe. i do see big things for them idris definitely one of my one to watch but this has to be like front runner for worst match of the year so far i did not like this at all there was a lot of slips from both teams yeah um the The crowd was dead the crowd was completely flat uh you had this stupid distraction with this cake another distraction um and that that clothesline looks awful I, I like, hate sorry that that finishing finisher. Like, scoop slam clothesline thing. You're talking about Gallus's finisher. Yeah, yeah. Awful. It's like the guy has the guy up for the power slam, which already is not a finishing move in today's age. Yeah. People do that. Everyone does the move. And Unless then what, you're you, brawn when you're like seven foot tall. Doing and then it. like it's what? Like, the other guy like boots the other guy and then he slams him. Like what it, is the it's move? Just a, I think it was a clothesline to the back. So like, just a club to the back. 
I've never seen a worse finishing it, move. Tag, tag team finishing move. It's bad. It's so bad. Uh, I thought this was horrific. Yeah, I, I again, I, I feel because, you know, I've seen all four of these guys definitely put on some pretty good matches in the past. Hey, I'll even give Gallus like some some flowers there because they had had some stuff in the past. Mm. But this was this was not it at all. Uh, something was hitting there. And again, I'll reiterate, I do think they made the mistake of putting the titles on these guys rather than Andre Chase and Duke. It's Hudson. not exciting at no, all. No, the tag like division any, instantly flat. Dead. Anyone against Gallus, I'm just like, Wet fart, yeah. Whereas I think I think Pretty Deadly have proven they can have some fun, fun tag matches. Yeah. Like they're not the most exciting wrestlers in the world to me, but I, I think like their matches with New Day were, were pretty fun. They've had fun matches against Malik and Idris as well. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Chase, you would be way more interesting with this. I'm being a little harsh saying this was the the worst match of the year so far. I'm, I'm half joking, but half. Well, of we it, haven't seen Naito Muto yet. I haven't we? watched it yet. Yeah, true. Does he wear the shirt? Probably. I have to tune in to find out. I will say the segment after definitely adds to my uh, hatred for this whole segment match. Yeah. So uh, the two the two boys on the outside yeah. with the uh, the cake come in. Kind of pretty deadly. And they say, uh, happy anniversary with this cake. Uh, it's yeah. from Pretty Deadly to wish you a two-year anniversary of losing to Pretty Deadly in the United Kingdom. And Gallus have heard enough and they beat him up and shove their face in the cake. Oh, not the cake. Yeah, just yeah. like I said, I didn't like this. <laughs> no, just bad match and then thing we've seen. All, oh, cool. We say in wrestling, it goes both ways. We say in wrestling all the time. Like the the segment after the match can make the match like it's part of it, right? Yeah, that's it goes the other Some way too. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. When it's bad cakes, it makes the match even worse too. Even though the match is already over, it just felt flat. Like, and who are the uh, who are these lads? So, a Gallus the heels, babyface. I think they're the heels, but you've then got a uh, pretty deadly come in and attack Gallus with chairs. Uh, beat them up, throwing them into the sta- stairs and saying, this is our division. So yeah, pretty deadly kind of acting heelish here, but I think it's almost like you're meant to be on their side because Gallus suck. Yeah, pretty lame is this storyline. This, this match, this feud sounds awful. It's going to be another multi thing at for Stand and Deliver. I mean, Roadblock, maybe it's just these two, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's in, this division instantly died with this decision to put the titles on Gallus. Yeah. Sean, baby, HBK, call a spade any, a spade. You made a mistake. Are there any other main roster teams you'd like to see <laughs> come down a face? What? Like, we've seen, there's no, there's no tag teams in WWE, not even just, like, let alone NXT. Like, in WWE, it's the same, like, it's like Viking Raiders. That's it. Yeah. Brawling Brutes. Yeah, and I don't think I have it. I don't think I'm speaking for myself. I don't have it in me to see Gallus and Viking Raiders playing darts and drinking beer in the pub. So they will, won't they? So, like, please don't wish that voodoo upon me. (laughs) No, this this is bad. We then uh, get a video promo from Dabba Kato, who says, "Apollo Crews, I can hear your anger, but that was me for eight months." And you were too busy looking into the future that you forgot the past. I helped you win the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. And at Vengeance Day, I didn't come to help. I came to hurt. And Apollo, you might have been the one who brought me into this world, but I'm the one to take you out of it. Damn. 
I thought he sounded great here, actually. I have not liked this Apollo Crews story at all. I've never been a fan of this guy's wrestling, but this was probably the most impressive thing I've seen him do. I thought he sounded really menacing and had some good lines and sounded very comfortable. Sure, this was a pre-tape, but I I actually was quite impressed with Dabakato here. Yeah, I don't like Apollo Cruz's promos and videos, vignettes, and any any whenever he's talking, I, I really don't like it. And I already think Davicato comes across way more menacing, way more already more believable. He is bigger and scarier, so that obviously is on his, his side. Makes sense. It's like, hey, I, I helped, helped you. The, the peak of your career, I was there. Yeah, so like, like every wh- week, and then yeah. you don't call, you don't write, you just come to come to Orlando. What the fuck, yeah. man? Uh, is this stand and deliver? Is this roadblock? I don't want this on stand and deliver, but like. I mean, we Daba beats not, Apollo. Not gonna do. They'll do six matches, won't they? Yeah. For, for thing, I think this will be on TV at some point. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Roadblock. I, yeah, roadblock's Road looking pretty block. full though. Uh, also, Ryn in the chat right now says, "Wouldn't mind Alpha Academy being one of the teams to come down to NXT." Alpha Absolutely. Academy. Yeah, that would be great for sure. Why not? Did you see that German on? From Gable to Bronson Reed on Raw, I saw the clip of it. Holy, oh, it was huge. No, I haven't. Gable's great. He's man. fantastic. Yeah, we get a uh, a video promo from Stevie Turner. She she's doing her thing where Vic is trying to interview her, but she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm live, just live <laughs> doing my Twitch stream right now," and she spins her like a roulette wheel to see who like she's going to talk about, and it's Lyra Valkyria, a woman of mystery. And but she is no match for my fast fingers. And Lyra comes from the Morrigan, which is a shape shifting uh, deity preparing for war. The long version of Bird Lady. Yeah. And so she turns into a crow, and that's why she's got the feathers. Uh, but she is no match for Stevie's forward thinking. And then Vic's like, "Oh, Stevie, that's very interesting. How do you feel about?" And she goes, "Vic, the stream is over." Um, so we're building up to Stevie Turner, Lyra Valkyria as, uh, yeah, you can check out her Twitch stream on, uh, the crow lady, the the crow lady and the Twitch streamer. What happened to wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) No, I like how it did make me laugh when Vic tries to talk to her and she's like, nah, streamed over. Sorry. You can super chat me though. Is what she yeah. should have said. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you're watching this live, you can super chat you can us. Super chat us. <laughs> but now let's cut to these commercials. <laughs> uh, yes, Stevie Nicks. What, Stevie, Stevie Turner. Stevie Turner. Yeah. Uh, not not too into this character so far, but I feel like. Just finding its like feet. I think you could find fun. Like me just referencing a super chat. I'm sure that's something they could bring in. I think they could go deeper into like online web stuff. And like if it's something that she actually knows something about or maybe not. If she doesn't get like a bit more into it. Watch Twitch streams. Pick up little things. I think her spinning the wheel is something streamers do. It is. Right? Yeah. Like to pick and talk about what they're going to talk about and yada yada. So like that going forward, I guess. But yeah. She needs a, a move called the hype train, right? The hype train, right? Uh, the what? The zero point zero one percent. That could be a move. What else is there of? What is it? The, the bits, the cheer bits, or whatever it is. Cheer bits, the yeah. emojis. Yeah, yeah. What else? Twitch, Twitch streamers. She's got the right attire for what most Twitch streamers look like. At least whenever I click Twitch for two seconds, I'm like, oh, right, got you. So I mean, like, 
she's on, she's pretty on point with what a Twitch streamer looks like yeah. and acts and being being a heel is the the definite like. It's it. I I assume these two fought in NXT UK as well. Um, True, right? Which it's interesting just seeing all these kind of kind of rematches from NXT UK, isn't it? Isn't like, it? Hey, no one really watched this. So yeah, isn't it. it cute when they try to reference it? Yeah, <laughs> like the th- the last segment, happy yeah. anniversary, Gallus. It's yes. like, sorry, you guys fought. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, listen to our best match ever, NXT UK, on our Patreon. We did do that, didn't we? Which we did NXT. UK. We did a best match ever NXT UK. I don't think Gallus was in it, but we did talk about a Wolfgang match. We did talk about Wolfgang. I don't know who convinced us. Cino curated the list. Who was it? Wolfgang and Wolfgang and a kid. No, Wolfgang and uh, the Oasis guy. Super Champagne Supernova. Oh, Noam Dar. Was it him? Maybe. Look at that, my memory. Yeah. yeah. Never forget a Wolfgang match. <laughs> Where's Noam? <laughs> he could be a great streamer. I mean, I, I wonder how long it's going to be before Stevie Turner and Grayson Waller just hook up. Because like they're both like yeah. live stream kind of... Yeah, I guess. Live stream annoying. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we go to our next match. It's Tony D'Angelo taking on Von Wagner. And Robert Stone decides to pull up a chair and sit at ringside and says, we can figure this out. You've got to... He keeps saying, we can figure this out. Yeah. What's going on with you, Von? Let me... We're all going to figure this out. Let me help you. Help you. And uh, Von Wagner's on top. There's he clotheslines in the corner. Tony D'Angelo comes back with the big double-A spinebuster... And then hits the kind of suplex lift into the Urinagi for the win. Um, yeah, the old... So, Roman Reigns is old NXT finisher. The thoroughbred. Yeah, yeah. The, the back suplex into the rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, classic create-a-wrestler move finish here. But shocking that Tony got the clean win. Yep. Uh, another kind of distraction here. Von kind of being distracted by what Stone's doing on the outside. But, um, yeah, big win. Tony D here I uh, did not like this match no. I will give them credit they were trying to do some like wrestling takedown stuff because I think Tony D has the background right we yep, don't see too does. much of it lately but uh, I think Tony given some time to shine maybe but we've seen it kind of already and I feel like I'm over the Tony D stuff right right now after this he he has a promo yeah though. I'm more interested in where like him and Stax yeah. eventually go yeah. uh, and I, I think Stax could be promising like I've, I've liked what I've seen with him uh, after the match, Tony D gets on the mic and says, I want to talk about loyalty. Stax chose family and Dijak doesn't get it. And well, we've been at this for a couple of months now, so let's put it to an end. And we've thought of some ways to make Dijak disappear. But I think we should settle this in the ring and at Roadblock in a jailhouse street fight. <laughs> and when it's all said and done, I'm putting you down. You've got seven days to answer. Okay, so sorry, a jailhouse street fight. So yes. is it in the jail or is it in the street? Make up your mind. Oh, no, it's neither. Jailhouse it's street in the ring. Fight. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The jailhouse street fight. I, Wouldn't it just be it a just jailhouse be a, fight? I would, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> is that even like mafia related? Like that's the best mafia related gimmick we could have got out of this? It should be, uh, it should be a, like a, a match on the bridge. <laughs> where the way you've got to throw your opponent off the bridge. All right, well then, like someone's that's a potential like uh, 
murder. They used to do that all the time in wrestling, throw each other off bridges. Yeah, nothing beats uh, the GTS from Punk to Chavo. And that was the the Pacific Ocean match or something? Yeah, that's what I think. Swimming with the fishes match. <laughs> Swimming with the fishes match would it make sense. Yeah. Or like have them fight in like a back of a butcher shop or something. Yeah. Like, you know, I need some mafia-related yeah. setting here. Where else did... The bada-bing. The, ba- <laughs> the bada-bing. Where else did... When, when Tony D and the fam were f- feuding with Escobar, there was like boats and what else was there? There was the like docks. Dock. Yeah. We've never seen the docks that he's brought up quite too many used to walk on the docks. Yeah, but like fight there. <laughs> Tony used to walk on the docks. <laughs> <laughs> Book it. It writes itself. It really does. Really does. Uh, uh, we should work for NAC. We should. Sean. We, at this point, we really fucking should. We've been doing this too long. Someone hook us up with Sean. Uh, yeah, Italian restaurant. We've seen it. Okay, so next Sorry. Next week, he, he's expecting Dijak to accept the challenge. I assume it's for Roadblock. That we're getting the- yeah, he, he called him out for roadblock and he says, next yeah. week you've got to answer. You have to answer. My jailhouse street fight. Jailhouse rock. Jailhouse rock, yeah. <laughs> we then, unfortunately, our, our feed kind of goes a bit loopy in the next couple of segments. But we get Nikita Lyons being interviewed when Tiffany Stratton interrupts and says she's had a Tiffany epiphany and says, what if you vanished from NXT for a full year? Ready? Go. Poof. Wow. What a meme. So Tiff wants Nikita out of there. So Nikita was the one who was attacked in the parking lot. This yeah. is clearly kind of teasing as if she's taking credit almost mm. for like, oh, you're gone for a year now? See you later. So I guess this really is the write-off and letting us know that Nikita is a, is going to be out for oh, quite wow. a while. Yeah. She looked a lot what, like paler here. I guess not being on TV, like getting the, the, tan, True, the spray yeah. tans or something yeah. like that. But she looked different. She looked... Like, oh, I'm out of action, still injured and stuff. So I hope she's uh, recovering and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah Tiff- me, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But Tiffany kind of getting the heat brother back yes. on this one. So uh, yeah, it's not a Tuesday without Tiffany. Mm. Tiffany Tuesdays. I love it. I love it. We then go, uh, the next segment was where our feed really crapped out. But it was uh, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Ivy getting ready for her match uh, later tonight. And... Paxley is kind of unsure about Ivy going against Alba and Isla, a little freaked out from the the talking bottle last week. Uh, I, I, last week, I we saw the promo where we thought that were they trying to insinuate that Isla Dawn was invisible? Yeah. And I, we were like, no, they wouldn't treat us that. They treat us pretty bad mm. as viewers, but they wouldn't think we're that stupid. And a, a few listeners replied kind of, Agreeing with us that no, there was a speaker there. Yeah. So it was like she took over the speaker. She yes. she connected her Bluetooth. She can. It's like when I cast things to your yeah, you know, yeah. your smart yeah. speakers and TVs and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, just to be just to make sure there were no invisible witches last week. No, but Tatum but, reminds her we're a team. Yeah. And then Ivy walks off, and then Tatum looks at the diamond mine flag like in the dojo, yeah. and she kind of thinks because. They've been we've been thinking that she could team with the witches. She could be the third in the coven, right? Mm. So uh, teasing there, and but but Ivy getting her own medicine. Oh, Ivy, don't fight. It's oh, gonna be I don't scary. Need to fight them. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me witches. what to do. Yeah. yeah well, karma. yeah. And then on commentary later, uh, they're kind of bringing up: Is Tatum Paxley officially in Diamond Mine? Mm. We've never really had that. She hangs out True. with them and. She's like training with Ivy, but yeah. is, is she real Diamond Mine? Exactly. Where's Roddy? Where, where is Roddy? 
We've been waiting. It's it's gone on far too long. He's got to come back to fight off these witches. What's he doing? Is he hurt? Is he still in the wheelchair? That like Damon Kemp really fucked him up. What did he even do to him? <laughs> like it was attempted murder. But like, where is Roddy? Bring him back. Come on, we need Roddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we then have uh, Carmelo Hayes come into the locker room and congratulate uh, Trick Williams. And Trick really given off kind of babyface vibes here. I thought he was just like, oh yeah, thanks, man. Like a lot more understated, not being his cocky, flashy self. Um, uh, I think I think both for a flash here it was Mello being like, hey, like you, even though you lost tonight, like you looked good, you looked good, yeah. and then. Um, it's Tyler Bate who interrupts them and goes like, "Hey, Trick, just want to say like you looked really good." Nice and, fight. And Trick was like, "Hey, man, like really." Appre-. He, he was babyface all of a sudden. Like, yeah, oh. he he wasn't giving yeah. Bate like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, whoop your ass." It was yeah, yeah, it was like, "Thanks, man, I appreciate yeah. it." Um, and then Bate starts talking a load of nonsense. Was Again, this Cockney rhyme? He was talking King? about strong trees being made of stuff. So clearly earlier, the guy who said he wasn't going to listen to the four roots, one tree yeah. people here, he is being like, you know, bark and strong timber and fucking, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's, I think he was getting across, you know, like strong, like will and like heart is going to make you stronger over yeah. time. This is so set. Saying, like, to Trick, you know, keep on at it. Like, you've got your yeah. heart's in the right place. Like, you're going to be good. And is Tyler Bates' gimmick, like, the one coworker we all know who listens to Joe Rogan? <laughs> like, is, he's going off about, like, spirituality. He, I'd say he's more Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Like, he's going for the Russell like, Brand. whimsical kind of. Yeah, and like, oh, and. Using uh, can... words that people don't really. <laughs> we know what they mean, but no one uses them in everyday yeah. speech. Weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, and Trick is like, wow, that's some, like, Dr. Zeus shit Dr. Right Seuss, there. yeah. Um, and then Mello goes, you know what? I'm going to give you a, a compliment, too. He says, I think you're great, but I am him. And and kind of says, look, I know you were mentioning about kind of your future and things on your mind, and I know the NXT Championship isn't on your mind because that's mine. Yeah. Um, and tells Trick, like, let's not talk to this guy anymore. And, like, yeah. so kind of... Even though Trick and him were kind of getting along, like Carmelo's like, nah, nah, I don't want, you, I, we don't I, need to talk to you. I like it. I think they're, they are moving these guys more into the babyface role, but still keeping some of their attitude and yeah. that. Uh, it's, it's working. Yeah. And I, I totally, I see also with these, these promos from Jinder kind of putting over that Bron, uh, people aren't cheering him as much anymore. I think they're just preparing us for a bit of a double turn maybe at Stand and Deliver where, because I fully expect uh, a hot crowd for Carmelo there. Over Me too, time. yeah. Um, so just setting us up for that already. We go to our next match. It's Ivy Nile taking on Alba Fire. Uh, Ivy's delivering some nice-looking kicks and strikes uh, when Alba comes back with the gourd buster and just takes over in control. Uh, Nyla starts to fight back, uh, but Alba gets her up for the gory bomb, but Ivy rolls through... And this is when Isla Dawn gets on the apron. So as the ref's kind of just like getting hurt, Tatum Paxley gets up on the other apron to kind of be like, hey, look, what's she doing? And Ivy accidentally runs into Paxley, knocking her off the apron, allowing Alba to then hit the gory bomb, which I I think they they called it something else um, this week. Alba de Gras or something like that. I didn't quite catch it. That's uh, what they got. It was something like that. Vic Vic gave it a name because it used to be the KLR bomb, right? 
and they haven't renamed it. It was the KLR bomb when she was Kaylee Ray, and now she's Alba Fire. We joked that it would easily be called the Fire Bomb. Yeah. Or you could keep it the pers- the move that's the person who created it. Just the gory. gory. Yeah, I, I didn't catch, but he definitely did come up with a different name. But yeah, just another distraction finish here and not yeah. a very good match, I didn't think. No, uh, the the storyline is now, again, furthering is Tatum now upset with Ivy. Is she going to join the witches? Is she now frustrated that she's not fully in Diamond Mine when she could fully be in with the witches? So uh, the Kool-Aid, I'm sure, is I feel there's well. a few too many of these stories yeah. going around, and yeah. this is definitely the weakest of all of them. You don't like the um, witches? And I just, I don't know why we keep on playing with our Diamond Mine together. Are they not together? I think... Like, I I prefer them just as a unit. And I think yeah. having these as a solid tag team who can go up for your championships and things, um, I can't say I'm too interested in this story. No, I, it could also be that swerve where you think Pat Tatum is going to join them, but then it's Blair Davenport who is the, the, oh, okay. the third UK yep. witch lady thing uh that's what that's what i would go with but uh, after the match paxley's looking kind of pissed off at yeah. ivy bumping into her and his ivy's kind of checking on her and he's shrugging her off but you thought ivy might be a bit more mad because she lost it. yeah but it was her fault diamond minds forever is it i don't know i like isla dawn though i like i like the witch stuff she she's of all the people who act like witches in the world of wrestling i think she pulls it off <laughs> Just say that sentence again. People think of, of how all the people who act like, like there's witches. There's so many. The yeah, there's so I know, many. You're yeah, right. I know. It's right? just a ridiculous yeah, statement. It is. Of all the sick. people who act like witches in wrestling, how many witches is there? I mean, like, yeah, voodoo. I mean, Papa Shango counts still, I guess, as a witch type, witch doctor, maybe. Voodoo. Yeah. yeah. We go to Kiana James's office. Right. Well, first there was a music video for Braun Breaker. It was like. Almost like a classic WWE thing, like rock music playing, being like, I'm the champ. No one's going to beat me for the main event tonight. Very like basic WWE, like like a POD ripoff or something. Right. Skillet. I don't know. Yeah. I missed this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're in Keanu James. I didn't miss this. Keanu James in her office. Was that G? It's Gene, yeah. Def- <laughs> definitely wouldn't miss this. No. Uh, G sends in Fallon, who's there to to talk to Keanu and try to make good. And uh, Fallon's like, oh, new office. Yeah, business is great. <laughs> Her business is just doing business things and getting all that business money. Yeah. Um, Fallon apologizes for her last week, but says, you know what? You could have just told me that Zach was your brother. Yeah. Like, why didn't you? Facts. And Keanu says, well, I didn't tell you because I just wanted you to trust me. I didn't feel like I should have to. I want you to trust me. And I want to get past this, so I accept your apology. Because, you know, Kiana... Uh, sorry, you know, Fallon, jealousy is just a normal emotion oh. to have. And Fallon's like, what? I, I'm not jealous. And Kiana just assures her, trust me, I have Brooke's best interests at heart. Partners? Yeah partners ah. as we see on her desk she now has a picture of her and brooks together so they're still going strong then everything's okay like the unit's fine i thought this would be more interesting if they're like making good and as the camera pans out you see it's a picture of her and zach again her and this else. is going too well that i've watched sitcoms and rom-coms and all these things 
where you know she's like friends, friends, and then it's like oh, her phone's ringing and she's like, oh, Keanu James is the type of person who puts their phone screen down oh, when yeah. she's on a date with Brooks Jensen. Oh, maybe we could flip it and make Brooks the piece of shit <laughs> and and have Whoa. like Fallon. Fallon walks in and sees he's now with Caden, and now she's like, "Fuck, do I, do I tell Kiana this?" Wow, because it's is like the d- shoes on deep. the other foot. This is some deep love. That would be more interesting. This is like a, I think, romance novel here with I love the twists it. and turns. Love this in my wrestling. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if they, if one team in NXT could, could actually coexist, like one stable, like actually just be on the same page, other than the fucking d- dyad lad. This, this one I find more interesting. Yo, oh, else. absolutely. Like I, I am unfortunately invested yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Missed Brooks this week, but it would be, there has to be a big swerve by the end of this story. And unfortunately. Is it a wedding? Does something come out at a wedding? I mean, they just went on their first date last it's wrestling. week. <laughs> and these, these young kids. Brooks is definitely someone who would propose early. Yeah, true. Like, I'm in love. It's, it's our third date. I'm in love. I'm in love. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe this is how we get b2 yeah. Bull buchanan on screen at the wedding oh right walk in like he he gives him away he gives him away <laughs> in the john cena b2 <laughs> the fuzzy hat you see i always i always think of him as the boss man uh like bull buchanan yeah yeah is it right to censor with the nightstick was no it? before that right, right. He was with boss man right 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 uh, wow you said there oh, for a long was time in the right to censor as well. wasn't he he yeah. was, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good father. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but where do you see it? At Poison Rana Pod. Mm. Twitter. Where do you, if you're, if you, you could be listening to us right now, like, guys, this storyline is not as in depth as you uh, think it is, but you could also be watching and following along. Where do you think this is going? Yeah. Where is this love twist? Because I do see it. I do still see heartbreak in the future for Maybe someone. Maybe. Someone. Goes on a Facebook and goes on, are we dating the same guy? <laughs> and sees sees multiple posts about Brooks Jensen. We can't. And it goes back to his dating videos he made all the, all those months ago. I would mark out if it comes out in the storyline that like actually Brooke Jensen, Brooks Jensen was playing Keanu and like yeah, he's, like he's fucked so many. Yeah, women. he's he's been he's been doing like <laughs> half of Florida, half the roster. He's just like. He's got his own He's like roster. Edge in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, this guy's unstoppable. <laughs> this guy's Pete Davidson of NXT. This guy's just and He's like they always fall for the virgin gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the twist that no one would Oh, it's got to be G. G is involved here somewhere. G's with Brooks. Yeah, the missing link here is G. She's going to like like you know, cost she, he's gonna, she's gonna come on to Brooks, but it was Kiana's ploy. Like, how could you do this to oh, me to get rid of him? Wow. I know. We're, we, we're yeah. spending more time on this than we will Anything on else. versus gender. Yeah. Easily. Good, because it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mackenzie. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Surin in the chat says the twist is that Brooks Jensen is Kiana's brother. Uh, and no, her lover. No, just because Brooks Jensen ha- looks like Joe Dirt doesn't mean they do the same bit from the Joe Dirt movie. But yeah. It, it seems like the, the YouTube chat are as into this story as we are. <laughs> if you're not watching the Brooks Jensen, Keanu James, Fallon Henley storyline, what are you doing? Yeah. If you're not. You're missing out. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie Mitchell interviews Wes Lee and asks, what's next for him? 
And he says, uh, I can't look at the horizon too much or I'll lose sight of what's in front of me. And next week, I want to wish you another open challenge. And Mac's like, yo, why, why are you uh, putting yourself at a disadvantage all the time doing these open challenges? And he goes, ah, it's just who I am. It's just what I do. Uh, so another open challenge next week. Yeah, so Wes versus what, Dijak? Oh, no, Dijak's going to be busy. So Dijak's busy. Um, yeah. So do we get someone? Is this going to this bring in someone to challenge? Von Wagner. Von Wagner like again. He answers every open challenge. I mean, he answered match. it last time. Yeah, he so. had, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, jo- I, I mentioned last week it'd be interesting if that would be a way to bring back Nash Carter mm-hmm. for an open challenge. I don't know if necessarily next week would be that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I like the the thing having an open challenge. You know, it could be someone like from a tag team. It could be an enhancement, someone we don't see too much of. I I think this is. Uh, I don't think we're necessarily getting the ladder match. The like multi man. Yeah. Uh, I think Wes is going to continue this open challenge until take over. Sorry, stand and deliver. Yeah. And it'll be him, Dragon Lee. Lee versus Lee. And they'll announce, yeah, they were like Dragon Lee will come out as a surprise opponent. Yeah. And you can really build up. It's like, who's his stand and deliver opponent going to be? Okay. Uh, and I, I, I'd like that, do these open challenges every week to lead to that. Cause that, that match would be nuts, I think. That match would be pretty nuts. Honestly, anything, anyone this guy fights at this point is, is up there. But yeah, there's a few different names, uh, you could see. So next week's show actually looks uh, pretty interesting so far. You've got the Mako Satamora and Zoe Stark match, and you've got Carmelo Hayes versus Tyler Bate, which sounds fantastic. Yeah, next week has as some... As well as this Wesley Open Challenge. Yeah, next week has some, like, wrestling. Yeah. So, like, I am excited. And then we have Roadblock the following week, so, yeah. yeah. So should be a couple of good, uh, good weeks of NXT. Uh, we go to our main event. It's for the NXT Championship. Jinder Mahal challenging Bron Breaker... And uh, this is uh, a lot of Jinder beating down on Bron to start with when Bron eventually catches him with a spine buster and then hits this huge tope con hilo to the outside, taking out Indashir and Jinder. Uh, the Creeds then run and they take out Indashir, so they're now eliminated, continuing their feud, uh, which I imagine they'll probably rematch at. There's a lot of matches being built up at the moment, which yeah. uh, I don't know if all of them are going to be on standard deliver, but clearly that feud's still continuing. Uh, Jinder is now slamming Braun against the barricade and against the steps. Uh, they start trading these slaps to the chest and start to just have a bit of a hockey fight in the ring. Uh, there's then a series of German suplexes from Braun, followed by another spine buster. And this is where the straps come down. He sets up for the spear, but Mahal dips to the outside and then hits him in the ring with this huge knee, and they showed this in slow motion, and oh. this, like, clocked him on the jaw. It it looked like it also may have rocked Braun a little bit. Getting hit in the, in the head by a knee like this, this could do a lot more damage than hopefully it did, because, I mean, it didn't do, because it looked like if this was to me or you, we would, you know, you'd be in the hospital. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um Jinder then hit this actually really nice looking vertical suplex. It's like a vertical suplex brain almost, buster. Almost like a jackhammer like kind Ishii-esque. of way you fell. Yeah, it was cool. Looked really nice. Uh Jinder's then just slapping Bron in the face. Uh Bron backs him into the corner um and then hits a Frankensteiner off the top and then kind of like the the Xplex like a release suplex 
And then Jinder goes for the Coloss, which gets countered with an arm drag. And then Bron hits Jinder with the spear. One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if Bron was just selling or whether he was really rocked, but he did seem a little kind of loopy uh, towards the end of the match and even when he was celebrating. Uh, but it could have just been good selling from him. Um, but I, this match was what it was and I didn't really think it was any more or less than I expected from a Jinder Mahal match, to be honest. I was really expecting Jinder to walk out as yeah. <laughs> champion here. Uh, no, it, it wasn't that great. There was some good stuff towards the end where it picked up. Again, if Braun ate that knee and still managed to like mm. continue and, and do the spots like good on him uh, for sure. But bringing in Jinder was kind of a cold thing. The promo last week, if there was any hype for it, like was taken away because yeah. just could not care. I think it could bring some people interested in like they know of Jinder and the main roster stuff. So like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but I think they, they went about it the wrong way. We mentioned earlier, like Jinder was in the inaugural NXT championship tournament. He was mm. like runner up essentially. He's then challenged for it like a whole bunch of times, like early days of the NXT title. And they didn't really mention that. They didn't play into that. They said, Oh, it's eluded him. Like go into that. That would have been the more exciting other than last week where he's like, see, these people hate you, Braun. It's like, I what? think, I think they might have mentioned the Seth Rollins match on commentary during I, the match. Yeah. But, they, they brought, they brought up like, Hey, this guy like fought, but I think that would have been a more interesting hook than story. What, the, what they gave us was just, Hey, I'm, I've never won this. Cause title. they've like, done it with other things. They acknowledge their past yeah. sometimes. And you're right. Like uh, it would have made way more interest in just a, a couple of weeks build that, and then, like, what are we getting? Braun and Diamond Mine versus like the three of them next week, or, or like, right? Like, I guess that could be. That could be okay. okay I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't really think much of this match, but no real surprise there. Um, and then, as Braun's celebrating, we get like the the kind of different TV apps show up at the bottom, well, like Peacock and stuff, and I you're going, Davy, what are you doing? Yeah, it, it, the show hasn't finished yet. It, it, it was the Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if you saw the Super Bowl commercial where everyone was confused a few weeks ago where that was one of the ads where it looked like your TV, your smart TV, someone has the remote and clicking right. away. So they did that here, but it was Grayson Waller. It was Grayson Waller who's taken over the production truck. and I literally did go, Davey, it's not over yet. Stop, like, stop, 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 stop. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, he says, Sean, you're Mr. WrestleMania. Well, I'm Mr. Stan and Deliver. So come and face me face to face at Roadblock. So uh, Grayson, he invited the Grayson, Grayson Waller, Waller effect. effect. Yeah. Yes. Are we getting this match? It's happening, guys. Like I'm, I'm starting to feel like maybe it is. Yeah. I mean, broken record. It's Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement to face Grayson Waller, or for some reason, Shawn Michaels is just a huge fan of Dragon Lee and wants him to take his place and yeah. face Grayson Waller. I don't know. But this is really the first time Shawn's being an actual character on yeah. NXT. So that that's how, I think that's pretty big. Waller and uh, Shawn Michaels on Roadblock uh, see what's happening, what this is setting up. It, it kind of does have my interest. I do think we're getting... It makes it way more sense to just have Sean have the quote-unquote match where he just super kicks him and it's over. Like yeah. You know what I mean? I don't... I, I don't see... I think it makes way more sense like how you were saying Wes versus Dragon Lee. Like, Lee versus Lee sounds mm. way better Yeah, to bring in someone where just fighting for Shawn Michaels seems a bit weird. And 
I just don't see how anyone filling in for I don't Sean. know who else Sean yeah. would bring in. Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who was not wrestling. So it has to be Sean versus Grayson Waller. And you talked about Sean Waltman's still wrestling. We've done best match ever, X Pac. Yeah. He, he he knows how to go. I do think it's we need to sell those tickets WrestleMania weekend. We need to fill that arena. And if you promote Shawn Michaels Sean's as wrestling, last match. Shawn's last match in quotations. Yeah, I think it's happening. I think Shawn Michaels is wrestling. Technically, we'll get vignettes of him going to the Undertaker, like hunting down the Undertaker at his one man show, being like, "Can I? Can I come out retirement?" Am I allowed? Like, I don't give a fuck. I've given up my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want. Yeah, I do TikTok I'm doing stand up now. I do TikToks with my kids. I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> when when Undertaker did the like what cameo things when he's like, "Hey AEW Scooby Doo," I was like, "It's over. The Undertaker's dead." Or taking uh, <laughs> taking uh, pictures with uh, it wasn't Joe Exotic, was it? It was the other one, Joe Mantle. Joe Mantle's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tigers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement to face Grayson Waller. Book it. Stand and deliver sounds great. It should be great. If that is the match, Grayson Lee Waller. Versus Lee versus Bron versus Mello. Mello. And Shawn Michaels versus Grayson Waller. <laughs> We're laughing, but Shawn Michaels is wrestling Grayson Waller. Yeah. Can't wait. NXT is back, baby. Oh, and JD versus Dragunov. Yeah. Really, the only one that's struggling is like, we don't care really uh, right now is the tag. And who will Roxanne face yes. if she, you know, when she beats Mako? But yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I actually really didn't like this episode this no, week. No, me thought, neither. I thought this was a massive step back. Uh, didn't drive a lot of stories particularly that far forward. I thought the wrestling was below par overall and too many. Too many of the same stories and the same kind of finishes in the matches. So I, I do think the next two weeks sound sound pretty good, and I am optimistic with Stan Deliver. Uh, but this was a, a miss for me, unfortunately, this week. Yeah, uh, not too much stuff I liked. I did like Grayson Waller at the end, mentioning like being in the truck. That was good. It caught me off guard, and then him being like, "Sean, you've done this a lot in your career, so that's why I'm doing yeah. it to you." Like DX and all that. Uh, there, there is some stuff at least like going, looking forward to Santa Deliver. I think on paper it will be one of the strongest shows. They do have to fill that bigger arena than they have with the last Vengeance mm. Day. So they got a task on their hands and I think they will deliver a show for sure. They will stand and deliver. Next week's looks pretty good. We got that open challenge. You know what? We haven't seen Axiom in a while. He could be the one to face or Nathan Frazier. Is he injured or something? Oh. He's not done anything in a while. Yeah. He could be the ones to, to face sure. Wes as I well. I like that. Uh, yeah. Next, Nathan Frazier. Would be cool. Next week's looks pretty good, and same with the week after that. So the wrestling will pick up in the next two weeks, and I, I, I definitely think some of those matches will uh, will bang. So definitely excited about that. But this week, not too much good stuff on it. The wrestling didn't hit, and a lot of the storylines and stuff. And someone somewhere had to agree that jailhouse street fight sounds like the best idea. That was the best thing they could come up with for next week. So, I wonder if you got a it's a street fight, but you got to lock them in jail to win. So it starts in, in the in streets. Rick Steiner's little cell. So wait, you start in the streets? Well, I mean, street, here comes the street pain? fights in wrestling, and yeah. just like you know, right, yeah. starting the ring brawl everywhere. But you got to lock them in a jail, right? Well, that was NXT. That's what we thought of it. We have a Facebook group. You should join it. Poison Rana. Uh, there's also a f- Facebook group, but we started where this is either the best or worst thing. There's a community chat now. Uh, if you turn off notifications, it's the best. But when you, you know, 
check in a little while, you'll see people sharing memes and all sorts of stuff. How do I do this? Uh, Actually, a a few people last weekend were in it and asking like, hey, are you guys in Montreal? And I pointed them into Ah. your direction. So, hey, if you ever want to keep up with us and stuff, follow that page. Yeah. uh, I want to thank everyone I I saw in Montreal as well. Thank you. Thank you. Matt, for thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Thank um, you, thank you. Thank you, the the guy who still hasn't taken off his NXT Takeover Tailgate 2019 wristband. What? Uh, yeah, you know the wristbands we had for our event at Wide Open for Takeover Toronto, our tailgate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's uh, not taken it off. Apparently, he he wore it to his wedding or something like what? that. What? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. I know. That's uh, that's insane. Uh, Even I would. T- I I have it. I'm not wearing it. No, I don't have one anymore. It's, he just fucking loved that. Event he just loves so us. Much. So shout out him. Shout out Rendell. Shout out Thomas. Shout out Matt. Thank you. Wow. It was lovely meeting you. And thanks for the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are in the Poison Rana group, you could post feedback on Up Next every week, just like these fine people did. I'm going to start with Ethan Black, who writes in. Okay episode tonight. Ilya versus Trick was good. The main event was all right. Can't wait for next week's episode. Here are some finisher names, ideas for Alba Fire. We didn't start the fire. Great balls of fire. The girl is on fire. And then in quotations, Adele song. I actually did not know that one. So thank you. I think it means Alicia Keys, doesn't he? That girl's on fire. That girl is I think he's getting confused. It set fire to the rain. Oh, yeah. Which is a great... Uh, title for when we get Alba Fire versus uh, uh, Ava Rain. Right, set fire, set to, fire the to the rain. This goal is on fire. Is Alicia and then the Keys? You're Easter. fired, and then the fire department. Hmm. I don't like any of those names. No, <laughs> I don't like the one Alba Fire uses either. What was it? I I, I thought I think all of yours Alba are better. Uh, all I, of yours are better, Ethan. Yeah. What about uh, <laughs> she needs a move that she calls the fireball? Yeah. Right. Kind of the swanton, I guess she does. Yeah, fireball, fireball. Yeah, fireball. For someone who uses fire and the the thing, she doesn't use actual fire enough. No, I don't think. But yeah, thank you, Ethan. We go to Magan, who says Trick held his own pretty well against Ilya Dragunov. No surprise, considering how he can get a good match out of anyone. Roadblock is taking shape nicely. The Mako Roxanne vignettes were solid, and Grayson Waller's issues with the powers that be could determine his fate at Stand and Deliver. And no. I'm not suggesting Sean to come out of retirement. <laughs> I bet Dragon Lee makes his debut there. Also, Jinder got hindered. Me- Bron versus Mello stays alive. Uh, I think we're seeing Sean come out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to Frank, Fire Frank, who says, What's with Lyra and her feathers? What's with pants in wrestling? Yeah. Trick hung in there with Ilya. He's come a long way. Looking forward to Mello versus Bait next week. And I'm here for the pretty deadly face turn, if that's what this is. Yes, boys. Yes, boys. Yes, boys. Thank you, everybody, for writing in there. Thank you for listening to us talk all about some NXT. Of course, postwrestling.com for all the stuff John and Way have been doing. They've been doing so many other podcasts. Go follow the website. Everyone working involved for it, as well as the reports and all the podcasts. But if you want to hear more of myself and Davey, PoisonRana.ca, we have podcasts galore there. Wrestling, non-wrestling, all the fun stuff, and all free. But if you do want more, yes, we create more on our Patreon, and it's only five bucks. Go check us out, all the other podcasts up there. But we love to podcast. We, we love to watch we wrestling. Really do. Yeah. We'll be live Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube, youtube.com 
slash at poison. I hate the at, but just follow the socials. We'll link it and all that fun stuff. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back. I myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. What? What even? Ha- nothing happened on this show. So what did happen on this show? I don't know. I'll have to listen back. <laughs> Goodbye. Ahoy! Say the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Say the thing. Say the thing. Ahoy! Oh,